1: Three, two, one. Let's go. What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the
2: Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alan Fong. We are back with another episode of Behind the Curtain. This is a What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. I am Danny Myers on this particular series. uh, Alan Fong and I are doing these individually, so he is not here with us today. I have been going through the Exotic Dancer Invitational contestants. If you haven't caught any of the other ones, they're all at whatshotitsc.com. Uh, exotic Dancer Invitational, that is uh, the, the showgirl competition, and this is bringing the best best showgirls from all over the world all together in a couple locations this year. I have got uh, a chance to go, well, I'm not there, but I am interviewing in Canada a uh, lovely feature named Sierra. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. How are you doing this afternoon? I am
2: doing good. Now, you're on the west side of Canada, correct? And
0: That is correct. The rain
2: coast. (laughs) The rain coast? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, tell me, um, now, you have been performing for a while, just not in the States. So, I mean, you've been uh, featuring for a while, not necessarily just in the States, correct?
0: Um, I started featuring within the last year. I've been performing um, across Canada for the last, oh, about six years now. I started late 2017, um, but I ended up getting my first feature booking in Thunder Bay, Ontario in October of 2021.
2: Hmm. Very good. Yeah, I was uh, talking to uh, um, a mutual friend of ours today before I called you. Mm -hmm. I said I had to get some scoop, you know, Rachel Revolver. (laughs) And she says, okay, well, you got to ask her about her Simpsons show. So tell me about your Simpsons feature show.
0: Okay, so um, I did my first couple competitions back here in British Columbia back in, I think, like 2018, 2019. And for some weird reason, I kind of had like, I've always been a Simpsons fanatic, and I kind of love those very niche kind of um, themed shows. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I did like a sexy Marge Simpson show? And at that time, I had just done a Ninja Turtles show that I called Ratchet Raphael. Oh. So um fast forward to many years later um 2021 I was like hey this is the year that I'm actually gonna start doing a bunch of competitions what do I want to do and for some weird reason that was the one that I was stuck on so I called my uh, my costume designer and I was like how do you feel about doing a Marge Simpson costume and she was like you know what hell yeah So we ended up doing it up and I actually performed it for the first time in Thunder Bay and I got such a good response from it. And it's honestly one of Thunder Bay's favorite shows. Every time the club performs at the club, the club requests it, I come in and the bar is full and I'm just always like, Oh my God, you guys just, you guys just love this. And then I did my first competition with it. Um, for miss nude Winnipeg. And I ended up getting a most entertaining show. Um, so that was my, uh, first 2022 competition. So that was pretty fun. And then I ended up actually bringing that one down to Vegas during expo and doing that for the miss nude, uh, USA, miss exotic USA competition. So Hmm. I got first runner up for newcomer of the year with that one.
2: Well, I gotta say that just thinking about a Simpsons show because so many feature shows, um, are so directed at one particular age group, and I mean everybody knows the Simpsons. Whether you're, you know, you know, twenty one or eighty one, you know who the Simpsons are, and uh, and you've at least seen several episodes. So I think that it's that's- always
0: it's always the most gratifying thing, like seeing the look on people's faces when the music starts. Because when I come out, I have this um, trap remix version of like the Simpsons intro. So that's really fun. And then it goes into um the Daft Punk Kanye West Stronger, mm-hmm. but it's the do the Bartman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that one.
0: Yeah. So like Do the Bartman with the whole Daft Punk kind of music behind it. And then I have a couple other like uh Simpsons remixed songs. And then it'll just go in into a couple uh classic edm tracks to kind of slow things down to do like a paint show or something and then it'll always end i have some in there so i'll always end with like the chesty larue uh busty st Clair Mm -hmm. quote and then i have a trap version of the simpsons exit so i try and make it like it's a whole episode kind of thing and it's definitely one of my more favorite shows to perform
2: And uh, I also hear that you are uh, very good at fire performance. Is that true?
0: Uh, Well, thank you. Um, I do love my fire shows. When I did fire at uh, Miss Nude World this year, I actually was able to take home in my division best fire show. Hmm. So I was really proud of that. So I do a lot of um, body trailing. I do fire eating. I actually breathe fire. Hmm. Um, I'll hold fire in my mouth. I have flaming kitty tassels. flaming um,
2: titty tassels. okay, <laughs> tell me about you got my interest. What's a flaming titty tassel?
0: <laughs> so basically, you know, like regular burlesque titty tassels, same concept, but they got the little Kevlar wicks at the bottom of it. so oh. you know you them up and then, yeah, shake them around and you got your little boobies on fire,
2: yeah. Now, okay. I can't wait to meet you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, meet and you then too.
2: I heard one more bit of scoop about you from our mm-hmm. mutual friend, Rachel Revolver, and that is your tongue.
0: Yes, I have a split tongue. I've had it for about three years now. It's my yeah. fun little party trick I like to pull out from time to time.
2: Yes, and I have seen some split tongues before, but you do some uh, very... Gosh, how can I say it's creative things with your tongue? <laughs> like, um, you know, I, I just saw right before we uh, we we started recording here that I mean, you can like move the left side and the right side individually and up and down and and all that make stuff. Make them
0: clap and stuff. You can yeah. make okay. So,
2: how do you train your tongue to clap?
0: <laughs> it honestly it's honestly like such a like weird and unique thing. It was just kind of like, so for the first five days there was stitches in there. So all I could do is like kind of stick it out and make it kind of move, you know, in and out. And then once the stitches were out and it was fully healed, I was just kind of, you know, you make your tongue like the little cylinder, like you would normally make it, but now it's two. So the muscles are able to move individually.
2: I'm trying to, so, now, yeah. Yeah. If you guys could only see the video of this show. Uh Uh, But you can see this split tongue when she performs uh, at the Exotic Dancer Invitational, uh, which is going to be you're going to be performing at the East Pony Clubs, which is May 24th, 25th, 26th at uh, Huntsville. Alabama and you are going to be there and you guys will get a chance to see this tongue and see the things she can do some of the things that she can do with <laughs> with, with her tongue okay Sierra so we talked a little bit ago uh, earlier about music we talked about EDM music and things so I'm a little curious about your your favorite artist what's on your playlist uh, do you prefer EDM do you like anything else give me give me some ideas here
0: uh, so a lot of times I'll do some daytime and early dinner shows. When I do those early dinner shows and like the lunchtime shows, I t- try and tailor it to the crowd. So it's typically like more of an older crowd. So I'll try to do more of like a rock, kind of like Rob Zombie, like kind hmm. of show. Um, and then for, like, dinner time or for, like, the nighttime clubs, like, they don't really typically like metal as much. So, they, I always try and keep it towards, like, the more hip-hop. I prefer 90s hip-hop. I find nowadays a lot of music is really short. It's only, like, two-minute tracks or something like mm-hmm. that. So, I typically try and stick with the older stuff because it's four and a half minutes and we have to be on stage for about 18 minutes. Um I'll do EDM remixes of a lot of like Missy Elliott or I have a really, a couple of really good arithmetic songs that I am obsessed with right Mm -hmm. now um, that are EDM remixes. Um, I love this artist right now called Troy Boy. He's got a couple of really, yeah. He's got some really good songs that I love vibing to at work. So um, I'll always sit there and I'll search for a long period of time to find really good remixes that i haven't heard before and that aren't really popping up into the club as much
2: mm-hmm. yeah that that is really cool and um you, being from canada i i have to ask you because i know you had talked earlier about the uh, the person i just interviewed a couple days ago which yeah. was uh, justice so you know justice
0: i do know justice um Back in the day, I used to watch her perform at uh, the club called Brandy's. And then I think it was, like, February 2017, it was, like... The taboo sex show, and I did like some little mini poll competition. And Justice was like one of the um, judges. And I remember hunting her down and being like, Hey, Justice, do you have any like pointers for like an aspiring dancer? And she just flat out looked at me and she's like, I can see it in you. She's like, But you got to figure out what direction you want to go in if you want to be a feature or if you wanna be like an everyday kind of dancer. She's like, cause I can see that sparking you. She's like, so if you're gonna feature, she's like, figure out what you're good at, figure out what your niche is and go in that direction. So when I started dancing, I kind of went into that mentality of like, I'm gonna be a feature and like, I've seen her and um, Janine and a bunch of other Canadian girls like do competitions throughout the years. And that was always kind of like the back of like my mindset. I'm like, I'm going to go and I'm going to do these competitions and, you know, I'm going to do well. And it's actually kind of like a, almost like a dream come true kind of getting invited to EDIs. Cause it's like, Mm. I've watched girls for so many years get invited. So I was just kind of like when Chris messaged me, I was like,
2: Thank you. <laughs> yeah, very nice. So th- you're going to be uh, performing in the Starlet division because you are are new to the EDIs, and uh, and but you're coming into it with a little bit of an experience. So uh, that uh, that could could help you quite a bit there. Back with more from Sierra in just a sec. Hello,
1: Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds.
2: Hey, welcome back to Behind the Curtain of What's Hot on the Strip Club's podcast on Pantheon Podcast Network. Today, we are talking to feature performer, Sierra. Are you going to tell me what you're going to be performing at the EDIs, or do you keep your show's top secret?
0: I honestly, at this point in time, am unsure what show I'm going to do I do know that there's a good chance that I have two competitions to do up in Canada before I even enter doing EDIs. So I have a couple shows that I'm going to whittle around with in the competitions up here and see what I kind of vibe with the most. Um, The last competition I did so Miss Nude World I ended up doing like my pimp hustler show. I ended up getting a really good response out of it because of the music selections. I had, you know, Missy Elliott remixes, like I said, the arithmetic remixes and stuff like that. So I find a lot of people like those kind of throwbacks, but yeah, I have a couple things in the works right now. And I just honestly haven't, haven't decided what I'm going to do yet.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Some people don't decide till they get there. So that's not bad. Um, now, I want to ask you, the difference between Canada and United States, I know in the United States, there are some uh, some areas of the United States that will not let you do a fire show um, because of insurance regulations and things like that. Uh, I know in Ohio where I'm at, you know, we've got, you know, no, we cannot even think about doing a fire show. Do you find that to be, uh, is that the same in Canada where some places you can and some places you can't?
0: yeah there are definitely some clubs that are very much like okay as long as you give them a pre-warning so like security or someone can be there with like fire extinguishers um other clubs they um are very strict and very anti-fire which is which is fine like I have other things in my arsenal that I can can pull out and and do so I just I prefer and I love doing my fire shows and that's kind of like my i i like playing with fire that's my little medium yeah. but um yeah i find that th- i find that in the states though it's a lot less likely of a chance that you are able to do fire than um being able to so that's the kind of disappointing thing mm-hmm. is like not all of the competitions like edi and stuff you know i have to do something completely different out of my out of my zone because I can't do fire over Mm -hmm. there and then there's no aerials as well. So it's definitely going to be a little bit of a different kind of vibe to the show, but I'm excited. I'm excited for the challenge.
2: Yeah. I was talking to an owner of a strip club in Ohio, my home state one time, and they said that their insurance company actually told them and made them sign an additional piece of paper that said, I understand Mm -hmm. I will not have any type of fire show open flame type shows in my club. And you, I mean, like he had to absolutely say, yes, I understand this. It's not like the fine print and the little bit of the rider, So that's just a, an insurance thing. And I was, I was curious. So I'm glad you answered that. Um, yeah,
0: I was very fortunate because at like Miss Nude Worlds at I think it was Deja Vu Tampa, I was allowed to do fire. So I lit the poles up on fire, lit the stage up on fire, lit everything on fire. I was like, let's do that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that's cool. I can't wait to see you perform. Um, if you want to get more information about uh, the, all the contestants that are there, um, Exotic Dancer Publications, the EDI's website is theedis.com, T-H-E-E-D-I-S.com. So if you say theedis, the the EDIS, yeah, there's two E's back-to-back back in there. I can't wait to see your show. Uh, I'm going to give you a chance to uh, plug your okay. social medias here.
0: Okay, so my Instagram right now is Sierra, C I A R A, hempseed, H E M um, P S E E D. I have an OnlyFans and it would be sierraexotics.com. And then right now my Twitter, because I keep getting banned off Twitter, they don't like my butt. Oh, for some weird reason. But right now my Twitter is also Sierra Exotics. Um, so yeah.
2: Yes, I saw your Twitter yesterday because I was uh, I got through there and you tagged me. You said I get to interview with Danny Myers. I'm like, oh, cool! I, I screenshot it. I'll save yeah.
0: it. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yay! Excited. I'm like, excited, nervous, all the things. Yeah, it was great.
2: So again, the uh, the EDI East where you will be performing is May twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, Huntsville, Alabama. The EDI West is going to be at the Bucks Clubs in Dallas, Texas, April 19th, 20th, 21st. I do need to throw a quick uh, disclaimer um, that I do not work for EDI or Exotic Dancer Publications. I am just a fan of feature performances, and I am a fan of the EDIs. I go to as many of those as I can, but I don't want anybody to think that uh, the EDI is putting me up to doing this. I'm doing this because I love talking to features and checking out tongues. (laughs) (laughs)
0: well we appreciate it so much
2: gotcha okay well all of the what's hot in the strip clubs podcasts including the panda top 20 bubbling under off the charts flashback friday classic rock remixes and behind the curtain can be found at what's hot com. sierra thank you so much for coming on
0: thank you for having me